to win and get two dollars two dollars two hundred dollars in free bets download the draft key <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking deal two, two whole dollars two dollars if you bet five. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me are my co-hosts, Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster. Guess who's back? Back again. Eric's back. And the Bay Area Blazer, Ro Zapanta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. I'm never that hype. I, you guys are hella hype. I love the hype. Well, let's get there's, hype. There's never, there's never enough hype on this show. Can I just say that? Like, Eric, we need your energy through the roof right now. I'm good, man. I'm trapped it's in the true. car. I feel I'm like a uh, apocalyptic survivor in, in Walking Dead. Like, I can't leave. <laughs> trapped inside a motor vehicle. Well, fellas, fellas, I brought a guest today. Uh, you may know him from the Trailcasters. It's the host of the show, Keith. Feltner Smith, welcome What's to the show, man. What's up, guys? Oh, man, yeah. The, the hype is real. We are over here having way too much fun. <laughs> Amen, dude. That's a true story. Like, for real, if we were to put in everything that we recorded prior to this intro, We'd have no listeners. this show would be like that, That's already a pod on its own. Like, every the whole pre-show is its own, <laughs> own show on its own at this point. For real. <laughs> for Absolutely. Real. I'll, I'll put out well, like a B-side of this spot. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Maybe we shouldn't. B-sides of the cassette. I know, right? Probably not. It'll be Patreon access. B-sides of the cassette were always the best songs. True. The, the deep cuts, man. The it's always about those deep cuts. We're showing our That's age sure. now, man. We're showing our age. <laughs> yep. All right, Keith. Here's the deal. Typically, when we have a guest on the show, we ask them the same question just to break the ice a little bit and i know you've listened to this show so you may or may not be prepared i'm sure i've heard this question before i have to admit that i am not aware of what it is all right (laughs) ro why don't you hit him with it this time all right so there's always a debate who's the greatest of all time right no there's not i mean (laughs) generally hold on pump the brakes eric hold on (laughs) there's a debate right and i and we want to know Portland fans want to know, do you think it's Michael Jordan or LeBron James? We are bringing the fire right off the bat. Uh, That's how we do it. It's LeBron. It's LeBron to me. I I know we got, I'm sure we have lots to go through here. So I feel like I'm going to try and skate by on this one. But no, it's, it's, I have thought so much about this. I, I, the way sports go, the way the way athleticism goes, is it evolves. As as great as Michael Jordan was, LeBron is the the, the tendency has to be that he is the evolution of what used to be. So it, unless we're really seeing there's some huge huge gap uh, between the two, you gotta lean towards the modern but one. That's being- what makes it. But that's what makes this even more impressive on Jordan's end, then, right? I mean, that's the argument then. 
that if LeBron is this hype now with the exposure and the platforms and the ability to be seen versus what Jordan had to do. Well, but that, but that, that benefits Jordan. To continue 30 years later to be equally relevant that you have to crown the goat as I, you know, Michael Jeffrey. I Jordan. would say the exact opposite though from like the fact that LeBron, everything is out there now. Le- everything LeBron does is under a microscope. Jordan had a lot more selective kind of ability. Even even what we've seen in the documentary about uh, about Jordan and everything, that was it was made by Jordan. It was all approved, stamped by Jordan before it got put in front of anybody's eyes. Uh, there's I don't know. I, I think I think that benefits him in that sense. It just in, 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 oh okay, Eric's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the light has gone out. Wait. Well. Keith, I just want to say thanks for joining the show, yeah, man. man. We're going to go ahead and finish the show Ooh, without you that, now. <laughs> I don't think he caught that one. Oh, wait, no, yeah, sorry. What did you say? I missed it. I said uh, we're going to go ahead and finish the show oh, without yeah, okay, you. Okay, okay. Hey, good night, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we like to be all inclusive, but, you know, when you're wrong, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, are all three of you MJ supporters then? Am I the only? Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, here's oh, so, you all. I said... <laughs> I should qualify this with, I believe that LeBron is a great basketball player. I think that he is a phenomenal basketball player. You could mark him as the second best player, anywhere between second and fifth, depending on, you know, what your, what your criteria is. But as far as like, like you, you use the word evolution, you know, Jordan was an innovator. Like he created it. So again, but even like, I'm glad that no one has brought up the rings thing yet. Well, hey, we can make the whole pot about this, by the way. We can just have this conversation. It's a long one. <laughs> if you're going to go rings, you're going to have to go with Bill Russell. That, that, that was my point. It's like it, I feel like a lot of Jordan defenders usually say, oh, you know, like, it's it's all the count the rings thing in LeBron, or it hasn't gotten there in the, you know, talk about six and all the rest. But yeah, it's it's deeper than that. And, and again, I think that gets back to, I, I hear what you're saying as far as Jordan being the innovator. LeBron has also been an innovator. Uh, it's. It, I don't think it's. I, I have a hard time separating what Jordan did, as amazing as it was that he did it all at the time, and, and I, I have a hard time separating it from being that different from what LeBron has done. And again, I feel like LeBron has done it under tougher circumstances, against more evolved opponents, against a better league, uh, much stiffer competition, in my opinion, than what Jordan faced. And again, like, oh my God, this, this, like, do we have time for this tonight? <laughs> sure, man. So they know really. Sure. So, I, I also have Kobe ahead of LeBron. Uh, I mean, one of the being most, are, completely transparent. One of the least efficient clutch shooters in the in the. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm a Laker hater through and through, so this is definitely Rose City biased. Uh, I, Kobe. I'm not. I'm not sure if I can put Kobe even in the same conversation, man. Like he's. I've just been in too many. I've been to too many Portland games. I think as a as a Portland fan, you go to those games. I like. I was at that game where he hit the game tying three with no time on the clock, and then he hit the game winning three in overtime. Like I was at that. Like I saw him do that. I was at games. So many Laker games growing up as a kid with Kobe just being the villain that you. It's hard for me to take a look at the analytics and say, well, that's true because experience tells me the guy just rips your heart out. Look, I, <laughs> as far as the player, as much as I hated him being an opponent when when he was playing against us, 
you you gotta respect his game. Like I have all of the like worlds of respect for for Kobe as far as the game. But I'm not putting him on as far as the goat. It's just, he's not in that conversation to me. He, he's a we could talk about him versus Katie as far as scores and all this kind of thing. Uh, but even then, I'm not sure. There's a lot left on the Katie side, and I'm not a huge Katie fan either. Boy, that's a whole other conversation. I might need more wine yeah. for this, guys. I, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> you know, I have to say that I, I'm with Keith as far as the Kobe conversation goes. I would actually put Jordan and LeBron James one and two and you know I do go I'll be honest I do go back and forth between the two just because the simple fact is what we've seen from both players has been magical Mm -hmm. I mean you don't you don't just see this every day you don't see this kind of competitiveness and these accomplishments that these guys have 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 done like you just don't see it and my thing is they are both the best player of their era i agree they are amazing they are the top dog but if i had to start fresh and both of them were were coming in as rookies and i had to pick one to build a franchise around I'm going with Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, 10 out of 10 times. times. This, this is the thing about LeBron James. You said in his era. He he's playing in like multiple eras. The dude also has been that. playing for like 20 years and he's still good. He's wow. still amazing. I mean the the dude in his class, he had Carmelo Anthony who's a shell of himself, Chris Bosh who's retired, Dwayne Wade who's retired. I mean and he's still what top 10 in the league right now. So I'm, okay, let me let me <laughs> let me pump the brakes a little bit and say I I, I take MJ. I it's probably I biased say, because I grew like up on my side for a second there. <laughs> I but I he see does that. I see the point though. He does I, that. Then he hits you with an uppercut. I I that see the point though. <laughs> the thing is, is that Keith is right. Like the basement level for the competition for Jordan was way different than the basement level of competition for the level of LeBron, where oh, everyone's oh, super what? athletic. What? Are you watching the same games I watch when the Blazers playing? You're telling me that, you're telling me that that team? The two-way, is, the two-way team? This is the hottest I've ever seen Eric on the show. Oh, he, you know, he is, he you is know overdriving not, his mic. You know we're not so putting heated. out an NBA team, Eric. You know this is not yeah, an NBA team. So keep that, that, that doesn't saying, count, man. We basically got a G League out there and Anthony the, Simons. Those, That's it. Those are the New Jersey Nets in 1991. By the way, Keith, we call Eric the Encyclopedia Foster for a reason. This guy's knowledge of the NBA and the and Rip City in general is unmatched. I believe it. As far as I'm concerned. I, 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 I believe it. And look, I will I will debate the GOAT conversation all night if we want to do that. I respect I, I, I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I respect say this. I'm, I'm not an encyclopedia. <laughs> I am I am not that guy, man. I have to that, that's why I have a keyboard in front of me. And I hope you can't hear the, the clicky clacking if, if we have to get into this. But it, it'll it'll happen. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, I respect it. I respect LeBron. It's a legitimate yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, we can all agree that it's just nice to have people like that that have played that we've been able to see, Amen. you know, to, to get to get Jordan, then to get Kobe, then to get LeBron. That's why I consider our generation. And Keith, I, I don't know. And now John Morant. I, ooh, I, yeah. Ooh. 
Yes. I don't know your age, Keith, but I feel so blessed to be able to have witnessed the Michael Jordans, the Kobe's, the LeBron, the KD, like Steph, the the John Morant's, like Damian Lillard, like basketball has been so fun because of them. Yes, sir. Do, uh, I, I, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. If you have one more thing, go ahead, because I'm about to move into the next question. Oh, I, I just, uh, I, like, just to put a bow on it, I'd say what you mentioned as far as the errors thing is the real key here. It's, it's hard to get past that because that's the intangible that we can never really uh, take. Uh, it's, it's the variable that you can't remove. You can't solve for that part of it. But it's a great conversation. <laughs> so yeah, please. Absolutely, and that is precisely why it is. <laughs> it's precisely why it's our icebreaker. What two K is for? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what two K is for. Let me ask a question, actually. How many people have come on and said LeBron? Because I, I got the feeling that like, I didn't realize it would be three on one here. I, I feel like I once I knew what the question was, like, oh, I have heard this before, but I haven't cataloged. <laughs> really? You'd be the first. You? You'd be the first that says LeBron. I was the first now. that came on and said LeBron. No, 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 no. Eric Griffith. Did yeah, he say LeBron. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, my man. Yeah. Griffith on. My guy. We got to get him back on, by the way. He's a very smart yeah, man. Especially, especially right now. <laughs> especially now. He's going to be like, see, I told you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> friend, friend of the show uh, for us, too, man. Very good guy. Very great guest to talk to. He's got a, a, another encyclopedia in ways, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's why him and him and Eric butt heads so, so much. Well, the, the two Eric's. Two Eric's. <laughs> there, there was supposed yeah. to be a battle of the Eric's, actually, for there the namesake. There was. Yeah. Griffith was coming after the encyclopedia moniker. <laughs> Bring that, you know, Griffith. Un unfortunately, we just never had him back on for one reason or another. Let's do it. <laughs> He'll be back. It's coming. It's it's coming. We'll we'll reach out to him. Eric, if you're listening, it's coming. Um, Shout out. To piggyback off of this icebreaker question, I got I to gotta know, Keith. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of Rip City? Oof, okay. So you even gave me time to think about this, and I still couldn't quite nail it all down. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me let me <laughs> I can give you let me put it this yeah, way. Yeah, go for it. Let me put it this way. It doesn't necessarily have to be the best Blazers. It can be your favorite. That's Blazers. what that's where I was definitely having to go. I, the one and two for me is definitely Dame and B Roy in that order. Mm -hmm. Those two Blazers have meant so much to me as as a fan. And just, you know, as far as kind of like how I value basketball on and off the court, all the kind of extras that go with it. Um, yep. Beyond that, next guy that comes to mind had to be Wes Matthews. I, I love, I okay. love Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Grind, like the, the original three goggles, the bow and arrow, <laughs> uh, the dude that worked his way up, man. Like he, he, uh, we, we had a conversation today, actually, uh, my co-host, Chris Burkhart, shout out to him on the Trailcasters. Uh, shout out he put out a question today asking fans what kind of blazers what, what what blazers who are here short term really just kind of have a spot in your heart and can i just say i slayed that yes question. you did <laughs> who'd you say tim b-roy easy question i said right i said easy b-roy next, next question, question please <laughs> b-roy's a great answer for it but but wes matthews as well man he was just my guy he like I, I was saying my response for that was that when he was here, I always kind of pictured that he would be a blazer for life. I just, like I could see him just being that that grind guy, the guy who worked his way up. That he didn't necessarily want to move on. Uh, obviously, not the way it worked out, but uh, still got the world respect for him. That fourth spot, 
obviously the hardest because I own the fourth spot on the Mount Rushmore because it's it's more like there's it, it fluctuates, you know, this is where it kind of gets fluid as as certain ESPN uh, pundits would say. It's fluid. Um, <laughs> you got a MVP and championship banner. Yeah. You got yeah, I, I mean, I get it, but uh, okay. So again, we, we mentioned the age earlier. I'm, I'm an old hat. I'm 37. Uh, I'm not old enough to have been around. You're right there with oh, us. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I haven't been around for all of the, uh, the glory days back in, back when, but another one of these dudes that was really special to me, man, was, uh, was, was, was Sheed. Uh, like, yeah. I, 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 it's hard not to put him into a, to a rush more, and I, because I went with talent for the That's first couple. That's a good list, though. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I, was, uh, I felt like that pick was gonna get some, uh, some, some criticism, some heat no, for it. You, but... <laughs> you're winning a lot of games. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Like we, you gotta have that player. Like he's the glue guy, man. He fills it in, and he. Often, I am a bit of a critic of dudes who kind of maybe. You know, kind of, kind of. I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm not a Draymond Green fan. I'm not necessarily a fan of these guys who do a whole lot of the of the shit talking. But Sheed, man, he just it wasn't shit talking for him. It was just him talking about his game. Like it's just what he, <laughs> it's what he could get. That you. was his normal every day, yeah. man. You run into him on the street, you're getting the same. Right. <laughs> he was actually a really cool dude in person. Mm, I've heard that. Yeah. Super I've cool. Never gotten a chance to talk to him. Super man, cool guy. You should get. I mean. Talk to Tone, man. See if we can get a sheet in here. I bet he's got some uh, some some phone calls to get made. I'm yeah, sure. She was all, yeah, we were when we were kids. We used to see him at the mall, and he was always super friendly. He's got a pod too. Always nice. He he, he was he, he was doing for pod. Yeah, for with, let's let's get technical. Yeah, right? yeah, there we go. With him and Bonzi. Yeah, right. We're just full of shout outs on this pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cash app is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. I, you know, I, I've known these these two guys here, my co-hosts, for a long time, and I gotta say, I've never asked them this question. Ooh. So, rolling it to Eric, who's on your Mount Rushmore, man? Uh, Walton, Dame, uh, Percy, oh, and nice. uh, it's gotta be Duck. I want to say Duck, but actually, I'm probably gonna roll with Buck Williams. Oh, oh, really? You, I mean, Buck, you Williams. literally took my entire list. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good way to get out of answering right there. Uh, that's a, that's a good. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. You can't can't hate that list though, man. That, yeah. I know. I can't. I can't hate it. Because I mean, mine. it's hard to hate any list, really, right? Unless you're putting like Raymond Felton. <laughs> I just say that because you were you were talking about him on your Discord, which we'll we'll mention a little later. Please, uh, it's a it's. Let's just take a minute and, and mention it now. I mean, the 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 Trailcasters Discord has been a lot of fun actually. So Keith, I'm gonna open it up real quick before I say, not that you guys ask, but my Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, complete the circle here or square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 first, hit us with that Discord. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> we we talk about it all the time on 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 our pod over there. It's new this season. Uh, our our fifth season of Trailcast, we've kind of, I don't actually remember exactly what inspired us to get on. Oh no, uh, shout out to Alex over at Unbiased. Uh, they have their Discord going as well, a really nice community on there. So we're like, hey, let's, uh... <laughs> sorry, I got distracted again because I'm looking at the Glacier score. We are now down 45. Um, uh, sorry, uh, back, yeah, back to this. 50 word. piece, baby, 50 piece. <laughs> <laughs> Reset this whole thing. Sorry, I'm just totally, totally unfocused right now. Um, it's all good. 
yeah, we've got our Discord. It's a really fun, growing community. We just started this season, uh, bringing all you guys along. I know we've got Tim and Roe. Eric, I don't think you've joined us over on the dark side over here yet. Yeah, but you know, we'll get a link maybe. I'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say. Yeah, we'll call, send you. call them out. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a learning thing, though, man. It's, we're building it slowly, and honestly, if you hear our, you will hear on our next episode. Chris pointed man, out to you me. You want to know how old I am? Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what Discord is. Hey. I'm going to ask you when we get off. <laughs> it's, it's look, it's like AOL chat rooms, okay? You have AOL chat rooms now on your phone. You like if you took AOL uh, Instant Messenger combined with uh, maybe Reddit, I guess would be a good description. I think that fits. That's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a good community, and I'm still learning it too. Chris just pointed out on our last episode that you'll hear soon coming out this week that. Uh, the links that I'm sending out for Discord, hey, come and join our Discord server, they expire every seven days. And I didn't know that. <laughs> but you could click like two or three freaking buttons and now it is, now it never expires. But you know, we are how many months into having a Discord? We have like 30 or so people on there. You guys are all getting in on the ground floor of this awesome growing empire we're gonna have. Uh, and you managed to get in there in a seven day window each time. So thank you. Thank you for being uh, on time about it. And anyone <laughs> nice. else who's looking, the, the links will no longer expire. So <laughs> we're nice. Well, it is it is pretty fun. And I will say it's full of a bunch of hooligans <laughs> like yourselves. And you will not be disappointed. But back to the show. Rip City, Mount Rushmore. I'm skipping Roe because he says he doesn't have an answer because he's piggybacking off of Eric. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> if I got well, if I got to put it person. in there, I Curse can't. Put... Williams, back out for three. <laughs> oh, <it's fun>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't put Walton there. I never saw him play. I know I know. There's the argument to be made that you got to put him in there. He's he's single handedly. I don't want to say single handedly, but a lot of people would won us a championship. I never saw it. He's not on my Mount Rushmore. It's da- in in no particular order. It's Dame, B Roy, starting to sound like Keith, right? It's a good start. Dame, B Roy, Kersey, and this last one is tough for me, and it, I interchange these two all the time, mainly because I'm still bitter, super sour with this guy for leaving, but. Clyde Drexler, never, or Sheed, and more often than not, it is. Yeah, there we go. But, but for the longest time, <laughs> it was Drexler on there. I just got to put it out there. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel the same. Nobody thing. picks Clyde Drexler. <laughs> I know. It's still, I, know. I know. It's like I mean, it's the same. Like still, Aldridge was a fantastic player for us. He was excellent up here. Never gonna be. But he's there. never gonna be my guy like that, man. Like it's just. There's too many things that I value off the court as far as the, you know, the, the the principles of sportsmanship, which includes maybe being consistent, not having kind of you know insincerities and the rest. It's hard to look past some of that. I, I get that's, that's they petty, call that but... they call that they call that diarrhea. Mouth. <laughs> he just he just and spits Clyde's it out there. Bum, man, Clyde was such a bum. <laughs> you know, like, he wore that he wore that Rockets jacket in '97. So happy about it. 50th greatest thing. Like no, I'll never, I'm never forgetting yeah. that. Like you've been there a year, bro. Like you've been there a year. You were in Portland for twelve and yeah, a half dude. years. That's a great, like, you know, movie. like, yeah. come on, yeah. man. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, no, you know, Clyde's you know, never gonna come on. <laughs> no, forget. I want to <laughs> no, he should. I, no, he should, so he can clear the air. Look, <laughs> true. The thing that the thing that sealed the deal for me with Clyde though is after Duck passed, 
and we and I, I don't know if you're aware of this Keith but they had at I think it was at the Memorial Coliseum they had um, a memorial for Duck and every one of his teammates showed up except for one guy Are you serious who recorded who, up? who recorded pre-recorded a message at a youth basketball camp he couldn't have even taken the time to do it in like a quiet space in a hotel room or his house. Like in the gym. Oh, seriously, like he was in the gym. Oh boy. Seriously, he was in the gym. The kids were playing in the background. It's it sounded so insincere, and they played that. Watch Clyde. any of Clyde's old interviews, and they all sound insincere. Like they're not sincere Thanks, at all. Man. That's rough. He's just That's... he's just always been that guy, and then and then he bounced, and he never wanted to come back, and. He does. He just doesn't have a good relationship with the city or the organization, and I mean, like, it sucks because he has the argument to be the best Blazer ever. It, he, he, does. he does. He does for the moment. I, I, I think you know. Hopefully, things kind of you know keep moving down the path where that's less of a conversation sooner than later. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like again, to, not to put Aldridge in the same boat as as Clyde even, but yeah, man, when you when you say those certain things or when you act a certain way. Fans in general know this, but fans, I think, in Rip City do kind of maybe take it to another level because we don't have an NFL team. We don't have other big draws. We have the Blazers. Oh, also, we have the Timbers and the Thorns, which are awesome, but we have had the Blazers. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just different, man. It's, you you can't... You know, actually, I was hearing on ESPN earlier um, that we're hearing uh, Russell Westbrook talking about he doesn't like the Westbrook nickname and also about the you know <laughs> things that are not should not be said to his family and the rest and i'm not trying to argue that stuff but the, the separate point is how he's tying in the 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 westbrook and uh, westbrook and kind of the hazy nicknames into the rest of it um Stephen a i think was on espn talking about how you can't go to la and say that you don't take it serious that you're not here for wins and all this i feel like i remember thinking about this when this was on that's the only reason i'm bringing it up i'm sorry i hate tying anything to espn and Stephen a right now that's just not the direction i'm trying to go <laughs> but there's a point there as far as like fan bases aren't we take some of that seriously like it's not just what you're doing on the court it's not just the triple double or the numbers you're putting up no matter who you are it's about the attitude that you have towards you know being here for this team because yeah i get it we're in the age of player empowerment where someone can move and it's their right to do so if, if they don't like it where they are it's the right to find a better situation for them whether it's about money or the team they're playing with chances to win a ring if that's what's important whatever else but fans don't move we're, we're but be here. honest about it. Yeah, be, be honest about it and just, you know, have respect for the dudes who are who are going to be seeing you walk away, not being like, oh, I guess we can go with him. You know, like it's, it, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, LaMarcus will never be up there for me. And to be honest with you, just from that whole situation, I don't like to hate on, on players very often. But, like, for me, he's up there with Raymond Felton. Oof, Ooh. oh, boy. He is. That's just how There's I feel. There's no gray man. area. Like, no, no, like as no man. Like as far as like the the sour taste in my mouth that I still have after he says he wants to be the, the greatest blazer ever and then dips that off season. Well, <clears throat> there's a where I grew up. We had. I thought he fell asleep for a second. No, we we had we had a nickname for people who were jealous of another person's success you know i'm not gonna say it on here because it's derogatory i'm really rude but it rhymes with itch fade <laughs> <laughs> and that's how 
You left That's nothing to mystery, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely not the Riddler. <laughs> Tell you any different? That Batman movie was fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen it. Phenomenal movie. I haven't seen it. No spoilers. But that's how LA went out. You know, he went out. It's the way that he went out. If he want, like he's just saying, the way that you want to leave, and if there's just a better situation for you, that's fine. But he got into his feelings and took that, took that uh, private plane home. Didn't take the charter with the rest of the team on that Memphis (laughs) loss. And then I remember that. You know. Yeah, I mean, he just, the way that he went out, I mean, because you're jealous that Damian Lillard is getting some shine. Like, and, 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 and it was a byproduct of also Brandon Roy overshadowing him, too. Yeah, it started before So Dane. he's just been yeah. kind of a, yeah, mm-hmm. so just like that crybaby mentality, like. It, Don't forget, he, he, he could have come back. Like, he had the he option to come back, and he That's chose not to. Twice. Twice. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that, So, too. it's not the Raymond Felton type disdain okay. that I have for him but I, it, he I just don't respect him as a person yeah and and I think that's where I'm at with it too like Felton just came in here and he was just a d-bag right out of the gates like <laughs> like like Bonzi Wells at the end of his tenure here kind of d-bag um not that I not that I'm hating on Bonzi because Bonzi is still one of my because we want you to come players. on the show Bonzi <laughs> Who invited the, uh, the lollipop guild on here? I know, right? Was that our producer or something? I've never heard that voice before. No, because like Bonzi is still Bonzi is still one of my favorite Blazers of all time. It's just the way you know. Towards the end of his career, it kind of all fell apart, and it wasn't all his fault. But he, you know, he's a young kid, young and situational. Yeah, and it was a tough situation to be in. But gentlemen, we have talked way too much about this. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about something current. Tangents, no, it, tangents it, it, here. The, the, the past is more fun. The past is more fun. <laughs> You're not top, wrong there. You're not baby. wrong there. Top five, baby. Top five pick. Top five. Well, the way things are going, irrelevant. The way things are going, we just might get there because currently the Blazers are losing to the Jazz, according to my Ooh. ESPN app. 63 to 104. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Fellas. Keith. Ooh. Boy. How, how you liking this, this tank train, man? College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and up, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, You know, I've I've really been trying to take a positive attitude this season with this. Since we, we, we could see this coming for a long way off, right? We, we saw them starting to tank, we saw the signs of it. And then they like, oh, maybe they're not taking after all the guard, some good young guys. Maybe they're gonna fight False for that hope, man. And now the front office says, no. <laughs> front office says, no. Corden was like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I, I, I've been trying to be positive about it. like, okay, like let the losses sting less when you know that the 
that there's so much against the team. When the front office is working against them, when they're when the 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 structure of the rotation is working against them, you have sure. the eight or nine players that are available each night, and you have the coach. So you got like maybe ten, eight to ten dudes, and now they're trying to win. Everyone else in the organization essentially is going the other direction. Um, but bro, watching them down forty right now, this is this is painful. This is this is very rough. Uh, and again, it's Utah. We we even with a healthy roster, this would be a tough uh, a, a tough night. It would be. But man, uh, You're- yeah, I, I, I mean, we we were. Uh, We've been we've been enjoying the young guys. We've been enjoying seeing what what they've been able to bring to the table, uh, and we went from what the five four game win streak, four or five game win streak. It, already, mm-hmm. it feels so long ago at this point to the now five really five is. losses in a row. Let's let's just let's say six losses in a row if we're being it's honest. Be. Uh, I mean, well, you never know, Keith. There's still like what six is there six minutes left? I don't know. If my, <laughs> my app's not updating. <laughs> so th- th- was this the we, we know was this the 18th game left of the season, or there's a 17 after this, or is there 18 more? It's, it's one or the other. It's something like that. We're around that number. I get where's, to it. We could lose where's, them all. We could realistically lose them so all. That, that's, yeah. We, we were talking the other day on our Discord, Tim, uh, and, and yeah. Ralph. Eric, we're going to get you on there eventually when, when once we teach you what Discord I'm there, is. I'm there. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> we were talking the other day about the games left. I think of the, when we were 20 or 21, half those games, 10 of those games were against teams that had our record or worse. So, you know, okay, there are still winnable games out there. And then you can even say 14 of the 21 were against teams within, let's say, one or two wins of us, like not much better. So people we could still assume, like Pacers, Atlanta, whatever it was, that we could still assume that we might be able to, to take down. At this point, yeah, like you're saying, Eric, we might genuinely go 0 and 17 or 0 and 18. That just doesn't feel right. Especially Blazers have had have such a knack of having a win streak at the end of the year. It's weird to have right. one of the easiest yeah. schedules around and still just not think you could really get W's out of this. It, it's 17 well, games, by the time, way. 17 games. 17. Thank you. It also The last helps. time we tanked in 2012. Mm. Wait. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 2012 we tanked. You know, we we, we sold out and, and tanked that. Uh, yeah. I didn't buy in. I was mad. I'm like, oh, you can make, you should be able to make this work. You know, the, I, I argued and hemmed and hawed. This time I'm taking a different approach, man. Bring it on. Right. I want it. I want it all. I don't want just a tank. I want the worst tank. <laughs> I want the worst tank. But I only want it if it pays off come draft day. Let me ask like, you this, Eric. That, let me you gotta ask you have this. a top. You don't get a top five pick out of this. It's not. It's all for not. Okay. Oh, let me ask you this. When you say it's gotta pay, they got. It's gotta pay big. I need to know what you're referring to are you saying they got a hit in the draft or they got to use the pick or picks to trade i would it's very rare that you rebuild a team quickly like a quick rebuild or a retool i guess and you would do that with a high draft pick that pick Mm -hmm. is going to be utilized to get a, a a player in return that can immediately help portland and i think particularly Damian Lillard he's gonna want he's not gonna want to play yeah he won't want a a young guy he's gonna want like somebody who can go out there and do exactly what he does and you can get that with like a you you get the one through four and you package that with some bench warmer like you can go that you know that you're not gonna hopefully CJ yeah you know (laughs) 
hey, leave CJ. He's the only CJ we got now. <laughs> but, my, my brother's a CJ. He lives yeah, down the road, man. We can we can work this out. No big deal. He's like six one. Check, hey, you know, if, if Kelgen Blevins can make the team, your CJ can make the team. You think about think about. So if New Orleans continues to to play to sputter out and and they, or putter out, and they have like they're not winning a lot of games with CJ. They're right about where Portland is, right. and now Ingram's hurt. Just tore, you know, he just uh, mm-hmm. he's got that torn hamstring. So, you know, they're also going to be giving us their pick. So, if you can get two picks in the top ten, and one of those in the top five, and you can use those and a player to go get somebody else to help Dame, and then you still have your trade exception, which I think is like twenty-one million or whatever it is, and then you can go trade that away. Like, you can bring in some really valuable pieces and immediately compete again because you do have some good players. I mean, Justice Winslow was a good player. I mean, we've seen it now. Like, the guy can play a little bit. Uh, Simon's, obviously. Little's coming back. Nurt sounds like they're going to re-sign him. It's probably the only way they can do it, money-wise. Yeah, Watford looks good. Watford looks good. Watford Watford looks like the most usable role player the Blazers have outside of my favorite addition, Justice Winslow. And shout out to Watford too for going and getting that bag, man, off that two-way yeah. contract and getting signed. Way to be, dude. No, another just like Wesley Matthews mentioned earlier, man. Another one of these undrafted just grinding his way up, getting his money. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, but I think that's how it rolls out, man. That's just a personal opinion, but I don't think that Dane wants to play with a young guy. No, and, and no, that doesn't make no sense. There's no years to spare. There's no years to spare. Absolutely, and every move that I think. Dwight James actually said this. One of the one of the things I actually Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear with. that? I said listeners because you said Dwight James. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know for real. Uh, one of the things he said, like right around the, the trade deadline, is every move that Cronin makes has to be damn near perfect. And mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing here. But every move has to be perfect because one false move and the whole thing is destroyed like you've you've just given up i i i will say that as much as i don't want to disagree with dwight james uh i i i do feel like one thing cronin has done really well is the flexibility and it's been something that's pissed me off because i want i've said this on our pod i want both feet in the same direction i want to know that we are building behind dame let's make it about building on his timeline and in my opinion, I have said many times that probably involves moving Ant. Uh, oh, 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 see, I caught myself. I'm, I'm not on here. Yeah, yeah. You, you messed up your it campaign. Probably involves moving Penny. It's okay. You know, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's rolling a stone uphill here. You know, it's 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 hard to to get away from it entirely. But uh, <laughs> don't don't ever forget. There's a nickname campaign out there. We will keep pushing for Penny Simons to be the natural uh, <laughs> flow for everyone until it gets there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I don't think it's natural. <laughs> can't, I can't get behind it because Penny Hardaway is my favorite basketball I mean, player of all time. It, so I can't. Apparently, he was pretty dear to the family too because they named their son after him. So it, it's I'm not. I know. I just it's, it's just like Mellow. Like Lamelo Ball will always be Lamelo Ball. I can't ever call. But him a lot of people are calling Mello. him Mellow. A lot of people are calling him. Can we? Can we call him? 
Can we call him like nickel or like, like quarter <laughs> quarter Simons or uh, half dollar Simons? Either way, one way or the other, I, I do think money. I think if we we're building around Simons, I, I think the idea is that money penny Simons, uh, <laughs> money penny. Now it's a James Bond reference. Money penny Simons. Uh, <laughs> if we were building purely around Dame, we would have been looking at how to move him for value, and that probably would have happened by now. Maybe it could still happen in the future. Yeah. It's not impossible. Again, Cronin is the mastermind here, and he seems to have a plan. Hopefully, he can work it out the way he wants to work it out. But it does seem like part of what he's done has been focusing on the flexibility of like, yes, we're working in a way where we could build around Dame. We have these hopefully two incoming draft picks. We also have Keon Johnson, who, as Chris has pointed out on our pod, is essentially oh, a draft pick. Keon, yeah. yeah, he's essentially yeah. another pick, right? But people know what it is a little bit at this point. But he's not he's not losing value right now. He's looking good with the depleted roster as it is. Um, there's enough assets here that yeah, they could still swing for the Dame timeline. Or, you know, I, I don't know if we want to bring this up as far as Jody Allen and kind of her X-factorness with everything going on in Seattle right now um, and all those comparisons. I'm not saying it's a one-for-one. One. I don't think it's the same, but it's also... Russ didn't want to be there. Russ didn't want to be in Seattle. He, so. he did say only a few weeks ago that he wanted to. And I agree with you that it doesn't mean he does. It doesn't mean he did want to be there. Like we've said with LaMarcus and Clyde, people often say things for the cameras, not for the fans and for the heart. I know, and I was just about to say that too. He just reminds me so much of Clyde. It's more, more. I, well, yeah. Again, I, Chris and I were just we hit, we recorded our pod yesterday. I'm slow at editing today, and now I'm here wasting time with you hooligans instead of doing the rest of the work. Oh uh, no! What but, hey, worst decision you've made this week? <laughs> but we did talk about. That. I know. <laughs> we discussed that on that pod too. Just saying that. Uh, Russ to me is almost more of a little Marcus, where it's like he, you can tell when he speaks that he's saying it for the cameras. Uh, I, I am also saying that as nothing of an NFL fan or a Seahawks fan in any way, shape, or form. I am purely about basketball and sometimes soccer. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's different here, man. I don't think it means that Jody is trying to move Dame, but it certainly is concerning. It makes it scary. It makes it a little more well, scary than it was a week ago. And the Seahawks actually, believe it or not, if I mean, if I'm being honest, got better. Like, they, they're they a better team now than they were. Debatable. Debatable. I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a Seahawks fan, more. but I, that's debatable. could have gotten more than that, man. I'm, I'm a I, Niner I fan, think. and I'm, I'm jumping for joy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the measure. That's... I'm, I'm just, Long. look. I think if, if people first, have been listening to us seconds, for a long time, a they know I'm a Packers fan. So anytime the Seahawks get worse, I'm a fan. And yeah, but... right now I'm a fan. <laughs> you hear about that old ass quarterback the Packers just signed though? I know. Let's not talk about that. Though. That was good. Let's not talk about that. Because he is he's yeah. essentially unmovable now. We're getting into so many not, areas that I don't even. Not a good move. I know. We're, this is just like an all sports podcast. Right. Yeah. We're turning move the busted bucket on, podcast is now an all sports podcast. Take Look, it, we're going to move on. The tank, the tank, I think is progressing nicely. Um, what are we down? However, you want to take that. But how much are we down? Oh, we look. Thirty-nine. Tell you, we 39. lost. It is thirty-nine down with a minute Ooh. forty-five to go. Come yeah, on, it's, forty. It's, oh, it's, no, it's come on, forty. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, so yeah, we're almost at 40. 83, 121 now. Okay, so. Mm. Oh, and uh, and a layup there from Watford. Okay, okay. Watford always looking good. <laughs> we're, hey, we're back in it. We're back in the game now. We're gonna. <laughs> There's still a minute left. There's a chance, Tim. What, there a what do you want play? to happen with the pick? 
I hope we trade it. I really do. Unless, let's talk about the, let's talk about the ore. If, God forbid, they move Dame and decide to build around Anthony Simons, I think you go with the picks. You keep them. You have to assume that's, they're going to go to Dame and talk to him about that. If Once the lottery takes place. Well, sure. They're going to sure. go to him and say, hey, are you going to stay? Because if you're going to stay, we're going to load up. And if you're, you decide that you don't want to, we're going to use this pick. I'm, I'm sure that that conversation has already happened. You know, I, I think the conversation actually goes like this. We see what the pick is. We, we shop around the pick and see what we could get and say, Dame, this is what we could get. Are you happy with this? Are you going to be okay? And if he says no, then, you know, that trade for Dame might there happen. Who you can go. you get for the pick? That's a, that's you, a great question. Say so you get, you I get, don't know. you got three and six. You got three and six. You can combine them. You can move up. Maybe you can trade up for that number two or that number one pick. Or who can you? Who's disgruntled enough in their current <laughs> climate that they would be willing? Well, if, if you're making a trade, it's not moved. about disgruntled. Well, here, let me let me preface this with first of all, uh, you guys all cut out for a bit there. I couldn't quite hear anything that happened when there was some some weird discussion going on about trading for dreamers. You just all cut out. <laughs> uh, just, just just nothing computed. Couldn't hear any of it. Yeah, uh, I think you blacked out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's. I, I agree that the conversation has happened. And I would also say we know enough about Dame and his his personality, his his stance as far as the, the loyalty. Let's take it beyond stance, his brand as far as the loyalty goes. This conversation has happened. And honestly, I think he's already said he's good with it. I, I, I don't think that we've gotten this far in with the moves Cronin has made. Yes, some of them, it seems pretty obvious that some of the first trades we saw, the Norman Powell and Roko deal, for example, were moves made about cap. And you can probably say that was moves made for Jody and Burt Cold, not for uh, Chauncey Billups and Dame. Uh, but it's hard to think that we've gone this far into it when we know Dame has been part of the process to think that he's not like giving the thumbs up for what comes next. That but do you think he trades those picks? Do you think that he wants I, I, Portland to move those for a better? I th- yeah, I, I think so. I, I think. The plan, if things fall into place properly, I think would be logically that you, you, the two picks that we're gonna end up with, three and six, or or you know six and ten, whatever, somewhere between the five and fourteen kind of range, probably on both of them. Um, whatever they end up being, I, I think Cronin's plan is definitely to try and find a way to package those and you know a Keon and maybe a Penny and whatever other players we can sort out. Excuse me. Uh, for, for some sort of, you know, top tier wing, let's say, because we, it seems pretty obvious at this point that Nurk wants to come back and seem like they, I, I am operating under the optimistic, hopeful stance that the reason his, that he's out with plantar fascia is because they kind of have that wink, wink, nudge, nudge deal of like, okay, here's what we want to offer you. That's what you're expecting probably on the open market. So just come on home, you know? Uh, so yeah, this is, I'm, I'm on board this is that. part fantasy in my mind now, part logic and part, you know, thinking like what actually makes sense as far as what Cronin could be kind of manipulating towards. And like you said, Tim, it's all got to fall into place. There's a lot of moving parts here. And if any of it doesn't line up, maybe Cronin suddenly turned into all Shay 2.0 where you're hearing, oh, well, we tried our best to do this, but it got I bifurcated mean, and nothing could, you know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go that I far. Agree. I think if anything, if anything, he's going to, he may develop shades of bob whitson <laughs> everything just everything is on the table everything goes yeah, yeah. i could see that mm-hmm. yeah 
I'd so, love to see Jay. I'd love to see Brown from Boston. Oh man, Celtics are doing too good. That would be I great. Know. They're um, they're doing too good to to get any of that. Yeah, I, I think I at mean, one point we could have like earlier this season before deadline maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah, yep. not at this point. Keith, uh, we're, we're talking about possible directions this team can go. I wanted to ask you about the additions so far this season. Are there any that you just absolutely feel like we have to keep? Mm, of the additions. Uh, I mean, okay, again, shout out to Watford. The contract is awesome. Stoked for him. Uh, and when when he was first playing for us earlier this season, I was I was sitting here crying like, what happened to Greg Brown's minutes? Why is he not part Dude, of the rotation? Dude, me too. The, the first spaces right? I was on with yeah. you on Twitter, I was like, where is Greg Brown? Because Greg Brown has such great potential. You can see it every time he plays. I love bouncing Brown, man. I love seeing him out there. But the more I've seen Watford play, the dude... He, he 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 doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's not in the wrong place. He he plays smart. Uh, for all the criticisms that you usually hear about a tweener, someone who's not quite a center, not really quite a power forward, you know, like it's hard to really define his role. He manages to, to, to he manages to still fit in. He finds a way to make it work, you know. Uh, and he kind of looks like Draymond Green. Okay, so so thank you. Uh, we we again. I was it you, Tim? That maybe like a less athletic Draymond. Uh, Tim, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it was you or someone else that brought this up for the mailbag. But again, we, we talked about that comparison. Like, is is Watford kind of uh, in the in the Draymond Green role? It's maybe the same prototype, but I don't think fans should get confused that. Draymond Green is elite on defense, elite high IQ ball player. I have hated on Draymond Green so much over the years, uh, and just because he was on a team that I wanted to hate on. He wasn't on the Blazers here. Uh, but <laughs> if we could get anything like him out of a player, uh, oh, yes. like, like Watford, or like what we tried with Noah Vonley in the past and things, it would be awesome. But it's, it's man, it is a, it is a hard target to hit. Yeah, the last time Portland had anything close to that was Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley, <laughs> he, he, he had a very well-rounded skill set. Uh, was that close? Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe that's the problem is that it's not not close enough. I, I could see Watford. Yeah, I mean that's closer. the closest they had. To, the, the closest they had to a big man who could facilitate, who could play out of the high post, right? Sure. Who could dribble around and find a can cutter. run the offense, not just be the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I could I could see Watford being better. I, I could I could see Watford being more of a Draymond Green than Mason Plumlee. How about that? Like I could see him becoming that. Nurk thinks he's Draymond. Nurk Green. thinks he's there. Nurk thinks he's Jokic <laughs> uh, more than Draymond Green even, and I think that's just yeah. maybe still. Uh, problems from back in the Denver days but I also love what we're seeing out of Nurk now man we've seen it hasn't had the same kind of you know enthusiasm it's been when the team is kind of you know falling apart around him but we've seen some Bosnian beastly numbers from Nurk uh before he, he had oh, to yeah. sit down man so I, I like the idea that he's coming back I think we could see possibly the best season from him yet uh it, it, in next season it's not impossible but uh uh I mean again like getting, getting back to Watford if, if we could see Watford having any sort of shades of Draymond Green, any sort sort of shades of that kind of playmaker and high IQ uh, uh, running the offense from the four to free up uh, Nurk, to free up Dane, to free up the other guys around him. Mm-hmm. That'd be fantastic. I just don't know if I'm holding my breath for him to be that X factor yet. Yeah, and Dame, Dame Lillard has not been shy about wanting to play with with literally Draymond Green. Right. Yeah. So you'd be right on to get that sort of player. You think um, you think Golden State that kind of player? You think Golden State wants some picks though? Like you think they're in that that stage as far as you know? 
this is what I think. I think you have to see Golden what... State's going to win the NBA championship this year. <laughs> they, they could. Oh, but the I'm thing not is... there. I'm not there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, they... Different topic. Different podcast. We'll get to that next round. <laughs> I, I think this is what you have to wait for, though. I think you have to wait to, to see what happens these playoffs because, I mean, the Suns look really good. The Bucks look good. 76ers. I mean, the list goes on, right? And that team for the Warriors, they're aging. But at the same time, they're also weirdly young. I mean, they've got Jordan Poole, they got Kuminga, they got Wiseman, There's they got Moses Moody. With, with Clay just coming back too, There's, and Draymond not even being a part of it right now. And you can't have the three of them forever mm. to usher in this new era. So if things go poorly, this you know for the playoffs, which can happen, right? Anything could happen. Maybe you can sneak Draymond Green away for some nice picks, right? You're gonna ride some other stuff. And this. I am, I am. Also a Warriors fan, so watch this, bro. Bro, bro, who's gonna yeah. usher in the next era in Golden State? In Golden State, Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Who's 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 the next guy up? The next guy up, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the three I just mentioned, Jordan Poole, Kaminga. That's the guy. That that. I'm sorry, man. That cracks me up. Jordan, Jordan Poole, Kaminga, and Wiseman. Jordan Poole. <laughs> Jordan Poole. Have you have you seen? The bucket. jump he made from last year to this year. Sure. Dude's I think he bucket. already hit it. That guy is a bucket. <laughs> I, I, I all I'm saying, him. all I'm saying is that eventually they're going to move on from the three. I mean, it could be this year. You never know, right? You never know. Right now, Draymond Green is out. Kaminga is playing the Draymond Green role. And it honestly doesn't look that bad. Besides, you know, the whole, they look a little lost with Clay coming back from injury and Etc. Etc. Trying to fit him is is, is always gonna be weird. I'm just glad I I was I was worried for a second, bro. I thought we were. I think I heard Eric mention Wiggins, and I was like, dude, are we gonna have Ro about to make like a big case for Andrew Wiggins being like about to break out as the next I star? Hell like, like, no, <laughs> that guy, that guy shouldn't even be an All Star starter. <laughs> well, I mean, Straight up. I, I gained, I gained all this respect up. for you, like on oh, when you came out on Spaces, you co-hosted with me the other night. Thank you for that. When you come in, yeah, that was about, a lot of fun, man. Dude, it was, it was awesome. Thank you. I, it was, uh, yeah. But you come in like. Going straight from my heart, coming and talking about Penny Simons, uh, calling him Ben Macklemore, <laughs> like pronouncing the last name properly. There you go. But if you came back and we were like champion Andrew Wiggins, I was like, we gotta have a conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> my my Discord uh, access would be blocked. <laughs> Demoted. <laughs> All right, guys. Canadians. I I got one last question for you, Keith. Yes, sir. You gotta you gotta leave our fans with the moment that made you a fan of the Trailblazers. Oh man, okay, so so we uh, so I, I I'm originally Californian, moved up here uh, as a young kid with family, and we saw Clyde, we saw that era of Blazers. We would go to those games, but at the time, basketball didn't mean nearly as much to me. Watching the Blazers back then, I, I you know I got my feet wet. Mm-hmm. But I moved away uh, to college at ASU down in Arizona, um, and I saw the Suns. I, I, I made friends in college that were huge Suns fans, and I saw the Suns in the era of Steve Nash, Grant Hill, Amari Stoudemire, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just fantastic ball to watch. And I, I loved. I, I think I kind of like really started to kind of like fall back in love with basketball at that point, uh, and soon moved back home to Oregon when it was the end of kind of that, that Brandon Roy and, and Odin era with LaMarcus, just in time to kind of see Dame come in. 
So then my dad, okay. my, my oh, sorry, this, that was all that was all kind of the lead up. My my dad had us. Uh, we we had lower bowl seats for Dame's point nine shot is what it was really leading around to. Like so, after kind of getting that was it. back introduced, it was uh, you come around to that game and we're we're we, I've I've shot a picture of us right below the a banner that has like you know kind of Rip City across the back and in, in the black and white paint on the wall. We're in, in that kind of like that back row of, of the lower bowl there and like the the left corner of the basket so we see him he's on like the you know caddy corner on our end of the uh, uh, end of the court is what i'm trying to say excuse me i'm starting to stutter through the whole mm-hmm. thing uh but yeah that point nine shot man seen it from that angle like i'd already had kind of the fire lit but that was throwing kerosene on it right you know like that that's what really oh, yeah. got me back on uh for just a, been blazes ever since <laughs> it's a hell of a way to get back into it My whenever God. i'm feeling down and out and i want to feel better about my team i just youtube houston fan reactions to game <laughs> point nine and i just watch i watch just the same like six videos of people just like crying you, which and what you gotta like, do <laughs> what you gotta do is find uh trevor ariza he's in the point nine shot in the background on houston's bench and he's in uh he's playing defense against brandon roy for one of his nice uh, YouTube clips, you can find uh, find shots where basically Trevor Ariza against Blazers greats and just link those things together, man. Yeah, it, it's some some happy times. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, Keith. Pick me up. Hey, thanks thanks this, so much, this, guys. This, Appreciate it. This last little bit is for you. Plug anything you want. We mentioned Discord. We mentioned you're from the Trailcasters podcast. Hit us with what you got. That's really it, guys. I, if I can plug anything, it is my co-host, Chris Burkhart, uh, NBC Sports Northwest journalist for, I think, near a decade, eight or nine years before he joined up with the big guns over here on the Trailcasters. Uh, we, I, you know, and again, like this, Trailcasters was just a pod because I love watching Blazers and I wanted to find people to talk about it with. Just started it years ago and, it, you know, we just keep growing it. And at this point, we've grown into having the Discord community as well, which you guys are two thirds of you are part of. We're gonna get you in there as well, Eric. I'm, I'm in. There we go. <laughs> okay, we, we've got the full busted bucket uh, crew in with us. So anyone else that's listening to this, there's no reason for you not to come join our Discord. We'll get the links out there. And again, those links no longer expire now that I'm figuring out how to actually run this stuff. So yeah, please come and join our Discord. Please come and listen to the Trailcasters after, of course, you've checked out the latest episode of Busted Bucket. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it so much. It's, it's been awesome. It's been awesome coming on here. Really, really enjoy it. Awesome. Big, big fan of you guys. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, Keith. Uh, shout out to my co-host, Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster, the Bay Area Blazer, Ro Zapanta, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at Busted Bucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.